VGK fans worldwide a chance to catch our breath as the Golden Knights advance the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the VGK Daily Podcast. I'm Darren Millard. The four games to one win over the Chicago Blackhawks has been secured. Now it's an opportunity to just sit back, soothe some bumps and bruises, and prepare for the second round, an opposition which has yet to be determined. The Golden Knights took yesterday off. No practice taking place, although there was a team gathering. No media also. But Pete DeBoer, the head coach of the Golden Knights, did accept an invitation from the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas to join in a conversation with Ryan Wallace and I. We discussed many different topics, including a new nickname for Alex Tuck, what Pete DeBoer learned about his team in that playoff meeting against the Chicago Blackhawks, seeing his team in the Stanley Cup playoffs for the first time in a best-of-seven elimination series, and just what the team does on a day off inside the bubble. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. We start by asking Pete about the series and congratulating him on that five-game victory. Yeah, thanks, guys. Nice nice to be on with you and nice to uh, be through the first round of the playoffs and, and on to the next opponent. I didn't know you were that superstitious that you weren't planning ahead. <laughs> well, you you're smart enough to know in this uh in this business uh you know that uh, what's the saying uh coaches plan and god laughs yes so we, <laughs> we we're very very careful <laughs> you, you know what else i learned last night that uh, that alex tuck has a new nickname uh the x factor i don't know whether you caught uh, max pacioretty's yeah. uh podium appearance but uh, how long has the x factor been around uh, that's been go- that's been going around the room for a while. I think uh, you know. I think everyone has seen his potential, and and you know we we've talked going into the playoffs about the fact that uh, our depth has to be the difference, and to have a guy like that, you know, on your third line playing against fifth and sixth defensemen every night, you know, can be a real real difference maker uh, for us going forward. So. Uh, Thus, the X Factor name was was born somewhere in there. What do you think gets him going? Uh, is it uh, confidence? Is it uh, uh, maybe a shove by the coach? Is it uh, just uh, a pat in the back? Or what what separates Alex Tuck from the player that we saw earlier in the season and then the player that we're watching now? Well, I think I think there's there's a lot of things. Uh, in an in an answer to that question, I, I think the the year he had last year, he played in the top six with with uh, elite players, you know, on a regular basis. I think uh, this year he didn't uh, early in the season, and uh, and the team wasn't as deep. You know, I think we're we're back to a point now where, you know, even though he's playing on the third line, he's he's playing with with real good offensive players and, and Nick Waugh who's who's underrated offensively and, and Nick Cousins who's who's the same in my mind. They, you know, they've developed some chemistry. So I think the table has been set a little bit uh, better for his success. I think confidence is a big piece of that. I know he wasn't happy you know, with his season and the injuries he dealt with and the adversity and I think he looked at this as a, an opportunity to, for everybody to forget about how the year went if he had a great playoff and we talked about that and 
um, that's what he's going and doing. Chatting with VGK head coach Pete DeBoer, who celebrates his first victory, series victory, behind the bench of the Golden Knights on the VGK Insider Show in Fox Sports Las Vegas, Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace. Uh, Max Pacioretty had a burr under his saddle in, in Game 5. Yeah, he did. And you know what? Uh, we needed uh, we needed him uh, in that frame of mind. I think uh, I think the book on Max is is when he when he is uh, a little bit pissed off that uh, he's a he's a really hard guy to play against. And uh, you know he he uh, he got in some physical confrontations early in that game and really got engaged. I think that was a part of it. But I think another part of it was. Another guy who, uh, you know, was coming back from injury, felt he was off to a little bit of a slow start and, and wanted to to make a statement that uh, that he was back to full speed, and uh, he certainly did, did that. You know, Pete, I, I want to just kind of focus in real real quick on the decision to go with Robin Leonard yesterday. Did, did that decision feel different or maybe more difficult than the decision to go with him in game one? Uh, you know what? Those decisions are always difficult. Game one, game five. Uh, you know, you've got two legitimate starting goalies, and you know, obviously with Flowers' pedigree, it's never easy to not call his number. Um, but as I've said all along, I, I think uh, you know this isn't anything that Flower hasn't done. Flower was was exceptional in the one game he played for us, and has been great. Uh, the other guy. You know, going back to the day we we got him, uh, you know, just as uh, has been lights out, and uh, I think he's eight and one. You know, we rarely lose when he's in that, and uh, it's hard not to play him. Hey Pete, you know, you know, this is a now officially a real hockey town because everybody's embraced the goalie conversation, and like, <laughs> like that, that's sort of a step everyone, you have to go. Everyone loves a goalie yeah. controversy, right? <laughs> Except the coach. You're right about that. Uh, did you? You, you. This is your first time seeing this this group in in a playoff battle. Uh, I noticed it's a really patient group uh, through this series and and then through the round robin. Did you see the same thing? You know what I saw. Um, I saw a group that uh, really didn't panic, and we faced some adversity, uh, a lot of in game adversity. I think the last. Three games we've we've been behind in games in the round robin. We were behind in the third period in two of the games, um, you know, and they and they stuck with it and they uh, there was no panic, um, you know, there was a quiet confidence to the group that uh, uh, if they stuck with it, that uh, good things would happen and and they have. So uh, I think composure and, and and a quiet confidence to them, uh, you know, is definitely something that. Uh, I've noticed and has been uh, essential so far. Pete DeBoer is the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights on the VGK Insider Show with Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. It's it's where the, the real influencers hang out on the VGK Insider Show. <laughs> um, have you... I've always wondered what the benefit of last change really is because it always goes in concert uh, with the home ice advantage and what's, what's really the influencer there. Are we starting to see what the influence and impact of last change can really be? Uh, you know what? I, I think uh, as the playoffs go deeper and deeper, I, I think you will see that. Um, you know, obviously Chicago uh, has some key players in Taves and Kane that uh, we wanted to get certain people out on the, on the ice against, particularly on defense. 
uh, you know, we, we didn't chase as many matchups up, up front, but you are chasing some defense matchups to make sure you have the right defenseman on the ice to respect those guys' skill level. Um, and, I, and I think as the playoffs go on, you probably see a little bit more of that. I, I don't think uh, um, it's a huge factor, but it's a nice luxury to be able to have that. And uh, the fact that we earned that through the start we had in the round robin and how we played uh, since we've gotten in the bubble, uh, you know, I think is something that uh, we're, we're glad we have. You know, between now and the next round starting, what are some of the the focus points for you with the team heading into that second round? Um, You know what? I I think just to keep building our game. I I think uh, every team here had four or five months off, uh, short camp, and as great as the hockey has been, every every coach is still – you know, looking to to refine things and get some more detail in their game and a little more consistency period to period. Um, so we, we just want to keep building on that. I, I, I like what we've done so far. Um, you know, there's always room for improvements in areas, and we just want to keep building on, on our game. And whoever we end up playing, um, you know, we can't control that. It's going to be a very good team, whoever it is, because you're down to the final eight eight teams. I mean, it went from... From 24 teams to eight, it fast, feels, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, in a week it felt like. So, um, you know, we're we're going to get uh, someone who's going to be a very good opponent, and uh, and we want to make sure that uh, we keep our game in a good place. You know, Pete, Shea Theodore has four goals. He's nearly a point-a-game player in these playoffs. And with, with Alec Martinez, it just seems like his game has really taken off. What is it about those two guys together that just complement so well? You know what? It's funny, but but certain guys have chemistry on and off the ice, and we put those guys together. Uh, they're inseparable off the ice. Uh, you know, everywhere you look around the bubble, if you see one, you see the other. Uh, so it, it's funny how that that sometimes uh, just clicks. So you know, they have a great off ice relationship, and uh, you know, on the ice, they play a similar game. They're both uh, high IQ guys that that think the game and, and uh, you know, have a real good feel. They complement each other, and I think Marty, you know, has a, a little more of that defensive mindset uh, where he's willing to stand in and block shots and, and get physically engaged uh, a little more in the corners. And Theo is just a thoroughbred uh, as far as creating offense and getting up the ice, but they both – they both can do a little bit of everything, and uh, it's been a great pair for us. How much did you know Alec Martinez, or did you know him at all, uh, other than coaching against him? Uh, I just knew him coaching against him, and I, and I had coached against him, you know, as early as my my, uh, my trip to the finals right, with the New Jersey, Jersey yeah. Devils. Uh, it was early in his career in L.A. Uh, he was a young guy. Um, you know, at that point, he was coming up, and he, he was playing in a more offensive role, and you know, as L.A. kind of changed over the years, he became more of a, a, a defensive uh, a stalwart there. But I remembered his offensive instincts uh, from early in his career. And, uh, you know, when we acquired him, I always admired his game from the other bench coaching in San Jose and New Jersey. But, um, you know, until, until you get him on the team, you didn't appreciate how good he is and how much detail there is to his game. And, and uh, He's you know, a really interesting guy, isn't he? Something that he's that he's refound. He's just, What's that? he's just a really interesting guy. 
really interesting guy and uh you know loves the game and and he's a guy it's not it's not an accident that certain guys have multiple stanley cups and you know when you when you're around him you can see why he's one of those guys okay i'm gonna have some fun with you here um we've heard all about this fun committee that the players are running uh what uh it was actually it was actually called the recreation committee but (laughs) they uh they 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 decided to call themselves the fun committee instead (laughs) who is there a fun committee for the recreation committee for the coaches and and who's who's running it well no the the coaches participate in the uh in the team uh functions We, we were part of the poker tournament and we were part of the uh the pool for the, uh, uh, I think it was the PGA Championship and some of the other things they've done. So most of the, most of the outings we, we've been a, a part of. See, that's cool because I'm not sure how often you would have the that type of interaction with the athletes. Yeah, you're right. You probably wouldn't. You wouldn't have that in a normal season or a normal playoff, probably. But. Uh, you know we're in this bubble too, and and we have nothing to do, and we don't have a big enough staff to have a committee <laughs> to to plan things. Well, so I know Ryan Craig's just, not the fun committee com- chairman. <laughs> He's real serious. In. Yeah. Uh, have you pimped out your room at all? Uh, I haven't. You know what? I got a couple family photos, and oh, um, you know I'm lucky. I have a corner corner room. It's not large, but I've got I've got lots of windows and lots of light. So so far uh, the the walls haven't started closing in yet. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to bring in Chris Chapman, who is on the Zoom calls uh, all the time. And he is, for your memory, uh, is the one that asked about the snacks uh, when you were going to uh, head up to Edmonton and the moon comment, which was the best best answer I've ever heard. Uh, we're going to Canada, not the moon. So, Chris, Chris, uh, I'm gonna, last question to you, Chris. All right, Coach. Well, I'm told I can't ask you a hockey question because I do that all the time now. So we okay. gotta, we got to find out. What is Pete DeBoer's favorite snack? And I just got to ask as well. I know you lived in Florida prior to coming to Vegas. So are you a big key lime pie guy? Oh, yeah. You know what? I love those. You know those little those key lime things they sell in the airport? The uh, They're like a cookie kind oh, of yeah. key lime cookie thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those, those would be right at the top of my list. That uh, is outstanding. And see, you, you you get an opportunity, Chris, and you came through. Uh, Coach, uh, this has been uh, a fun ride, and it was uh, it was pushed. You got some adversity, and you pushed right back. And, and boy, it's nice to have a couple of days uh, off uh, before the start of the next round. What uh, what are you guys going to do now that uh, that the superstition is out of the way? Yeah, you know what? We had a we had a team barbecue this afternoon and got outside in the sun for a little bit uh, at the hotel. And uh, I think we've got a, a, a golf, uh, short golf outing uh, planned uh, hopefully tomorrow. I think they're working on that to get us out of the bubble for a few hours. Any fresh air kind of uh, options I think uh, we're looking at that uh, that the league will approve so it's not only the league has to approve it but Alberta Health uh, has to approve them too so uh, it's, a, it's a complicated process but we're, we're, we're planning some stuff. Well you and uh, Ryan McGill will be uh, going head to head in the golf course I'm sure there'll be some type of game yeah. going on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know you got uh, all kinds of requests for your time uh, thanks for uh, choosing us uh, for uh, your opportunity to speak to uh, to the folks and they I was around town today and everybody's got their VGK gear on and they're uh, they're really excited about uh, what you've been able to accomplish so far so keep it going. Great anytime Darren thanks. 
Just to recap, the whole food conversation, Chris Chapman asked him about the uh, snacks that he would take to uh, to Canada, uh, to Edmonton, and Pete, uh, during the uh, Phase 3, was talking about how he said, I'm, we're going to Canada, not the moon. I uh, just, just want to reiterate that if you're thinking, that boy, that food conversation, uh, those questions came out of uh, left field. Uh, thanks to Pete for having some fun and, uh, and enjoying a, a moment there on the lighter side of things in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It can be a grind. And you should also know, Pete DeBoer has coached in four different locations in the National Hockey League. His first year with the New Jersey Devils, and the San Jose Sharks, his last two stops in the NHL, those teams in those years under Pete DeBoer's tutelage went to the Stanley Cup final both times. So first year behind the bench, New Jersey, Stanley Cup final appearance. First year with the San Jose Sharks, Stanley Cup final appearance, trying to make it three for three. And this time in 2020, taking it a step further and winning the championship. Hey fans, eat like a Golden Knight as you watch your Golden Knights play. A limited number of to-go packs are available at McKenzie River Pizza, Grill, and Pub for pre-order each playoff game. So plan ahead next week and uh, put this into your uh, back of your memory banks and, and take advantage of this. $50 gets you a large pizza, two salads, lodge poles, and four 7-5 Brewing Company beers. Player favorite pizzas? are also 15% off on game days. Please call 702-916-2999 to order McKenzie River Pizza, Grill, and Pub. Eat like a Golden Knight as you watch your Golden Knights play on TV. Golden Knights are waiting their opposition. Don't know who it's going to be. At this point, uh, it could be a multiple team. So we're not even going to get into all the details. That's what the next few days are going to be about as we get back to practice and talking about the Golden Knights preparations for the final eight, the second step on the road to the Stanley Cup. I'm Darren Millard. I hope you're enjoying the VGK Daily. Stay safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow.